Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Welcome back, me hearties, to another episode of The Bardic College Presents Secrets of the Seraphim. I'm Raz, and tonight we are joined by Team B. Yes, we're doing this a little out of, out of order because we know you're crafty listeners and we know you've been paying attention. The Seraphim with Captain Gregor O'Smythe and Elisa Thomas that's chasing down that ship with her sister-in-law on it, the Sultana's Pleasure, are days ahead in the story. Many days ahead. So on, what we decided to do is come back to Team B, take on the assault on the tower, and get on the... We're going to just pick it up right from when they're on the Mongoose and team, just uh, good evening. I hope we have a lot of fun tonight. It's going to be a lot of dice rolling, a lot of action. Um, be as descriptive as you want. You know, let me know exactly what you're trying to do. Pull off. Uh, this should all go really, really well tonight, I hope, for you. And um, I'm looking to see, have a lot of laughs and, and enjoy this. So the only change to plans, as Queen Bonaventure had said to you, was she was sending one of her own to make sure everything goes according to plan. So... Yesterday, when you set sail from <clears throat> the island of Aragosta, much to your chagrin, before the cap before Captain Pinnell and the mongoose set out, a familiar face boarded. And no matter how much you ranted and raved, she carried the orders and the queen's signature, and she was absolutely smitten with herself that she was able to pull this off. But Emmeline Burgess Shocking. is on the Shocking. 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 Absolutely. I'm I'm so well, glad that this woman is alright and not besieged upon by, you know, evil treacherous pirates, but Jesus, I thought we'd gotten rid of you. You know, you try to do a good deed, and, and this is what it brings you. Ill wind. My friend <laughs> Three Anika. very different responses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were savaged I by 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 bad by, by smelly breath pirates. What the fuck are you doing here? I thought I did something nice, my friend. Very good. Those are all. I li things. literally, Annika just goes to like give her a hug, but she's like, uh, "Is it, it? I would like to embrace you. I don't know if that's okay." Of course, darling. I don't charge. I squeeze <laughs> hard. For Annika, it's like a it's like a nice embrace, but for others, it's crushing. <laughs> right. Yeah, she seems that she's been in crushing embraces before. She actually dated. Um, what's his name from, uh, <laughs> that's captured in Sarmatia, the one, Angus McLeish. She's dated him. We'll She's more dated Angus McLeish? <laughs> that's why we should keep her. <laughs> oh, God, McGreeved. I cannot believe she would date such a foul creature. I cannot. I cannot, <laughs> cannot believe. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that was 24 hours ago, and now the mongoose is cutting through the water. And the other thing that, uh, Ezra and Jezebel have... <laughs> found interesting is that Jezebel's starting to suffer some withdrawals without Edmundo um, being that he's been left on the Seraphim. The uh, 
I can tell you they know he's been left behind because he keeps keening over and over again about how he's, <laughs> his Jezebel's not on the board. What happened? They just sort of set sail and they never warned him. So he was asleep. And the next morning he woke up to do breakfast and there was no one there. He's like, where the hell is everybody? Yeah. So Edmundo's on the Seraphim. He's way out to sea. He doesn't know what's going on. A little bit of uh, concern. The other thing is, is that the Vestins are far more unnervingly pagan than perhaps you guys are used to. This is a little bit, yes, Avalonians can be connected to the earth a little bit and very druidic, but these guys are downright just, yeah, there's a lot of weirdness going on. A lot of, a lot of talk, a lot of, you know, conversations. Annika? I believe there should be, since we're about to go into battle and we're on a sea journey, the cask of water being passed around and we're snorting our snot and cleaning our hair in it together. Because that's a thing. Like, remember that from Vikings? I think that's happening. <laughs> if if you tell me that you want that to happen, Annika, um, okay. What? It's I, well, you, You're war chief, so the nice news is you get to go first. Yeah! Well, on the plus side, uh, Ezra's religion is druidic, so yeah, uh, they're a little spicier than him, but uh, you know, it's like a different flavor of Mexican food. Heathen right. bastards, all of you. So Odin bless uh, us with calm seas and sharp blades. Isabel just crosses herself. Well, that makes sense. She's part of the Vatican Church, um, rather devout he, in her own way. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot going on with the Vestins. There, there's by the uh, end of the second afternoon, as the captain tells you that Fort Freedom is approaching, uh, it'll be coming up in the horizon probably in the next hour or two. They start putting on blue and red paint and doing applying things that are going to cut reflections and make sure that when they climb tonight, it'll be really hard for anyone to see them as they beat the hell out of them and all that kind of good stuff. So that's that's all going on on deck. Um, there's laughter, but it's it's it, every hour it seems to die down and it starts getting more hunkered down and, and more serious as things approach. The fort comes in and you are at the southern edge rounding around the eastern corner. So you can, you know, the, the fort of Fort Freedom and the Snowflake is further up in the, towards where the bay is. But this is where the ship lowers sails. Captain calls to lower sails. And they drop down the longboat and four of his men start rowing and uh, start getting prepared. And uh, Emmeline Burgess walks up to the edge of the boat. And she says, well, seems that this is where I must fulfill my promise to Lady, to Queen Bonaventure. Forgive me. Um, I wish you best, you know, good luck in your hunting, Mr. York. Annika, Jezebel, good luck with your plan. Uh, for me, it's off to try to secure Milton Davis from uh, being on the banshee when you fire upon her. My goal is to hopefully tell the gentleman that I'm interested in going to town and using my guiles to bring him to dinner with an invitation and keep him and m much of his crew off the boat as possible. Do we need to pick you up afterwards? I will find my way to you before you leave. I will be ready to be picked up by the Mongoose. I have no if doubt I... that you'll find your way just fine. You seem to be a very well taken care of lass. Well, Mr. York, we don't become who we are without having some things in our past. And fortunately, I've learned how to be very convincing. Hmm. It's a gift. Oh, I'm sure. Good luck to you. And to you. Good hunting. She makes her way down the side. 
and she throws a small seat bag, very small, into the into the boat, climbs herself down in her dress, raises her parasol, and looks the absolute belle, ab, you know, dilettante. Not a fencer, not a fighter, just absolutely calm. So as the little dinghy is pulling away with the fair maid inside, Isabel turns to her compatriots. Is we've dined and had conversations with um Captain Davis. He's not an idiot. Where where did the floating blonde come from? What is this I don't believe this plan of hers is going to work very well. She can I, take care of him. He's I think still you a might man. be colored. You might be colored by a bit of we'll call it professional jealousy. I I think she's more than able professional to take Professional jealousy. Care of no, I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like who would believe it, you know? Oh my goodness, I'm in a robot in the middle of a bay in the night. Oh help me. Like who, what man is actually going to believe that? If that's her plan, uh well, it may not be her plan. I I don't know. Probably meet him on dock, be nice to him, smile. She can do it. He's still man, and as far as I knew, he has those thoughts. <laughs> Oh, you're That's doing the bucket the... being passed. Oh, oh, the gross Wait, bucket. What? He's oh, doing the bucket. Oh, well. He's still a man. <laughs> and Speaking of which, hold on. I join. Oh, H-cheek. Oh, oh. oh. double L-I. Why? L. Why are we doing okay. this? All right, so the mongoose uh, basically keeps sails low, brings her in at, do- at dusk, and kind of just lays out to sea about two or three miles off the coast, waiting for the sun to waiting for the sun to be fully down before it makes any type of approach to the fort. Uh, torches are lit along the battlements uh, of uh, the snowflake at Fort Freedom. So, folks, along the way, uh, our players have even gotten a little confused by this one or two of them. The snowflake is the name nickname of the fort because it's li- it's washed in lime, and it's this big old star-looking thing on the top of a bluff. But Fort Freedom is the actual fort itself, the name of the establishment and the fort, but the nickname among pirates and locals is the Snowflake. It's sort of an insult, because it's big and shaped like a snowflake. Um, So yeah, that's so whenever you hear me use those terms, it's interchangeable. The Snowflake and Fort Freedom, okay? And they're about to make their assault on it. So torches are lit as the sun goes down. Um, You know, you can see just little dots of light coming in as as dusk settles and about eight o'clock at night uh you've given lady emmeline burgess now about six hours to make contact with um milton davis and with that's more than enough time they would have been alongside his ship probably within 40 minutes of rowing so whatever's happening there if, if it's working it's working but we still have have a job to do so um annika they uh hoist the sails and within the next 40 minutes they're nearly up into the backside of the bluff where you and your Vestons are going to have to make ready to jump out along with Jezebel and, and Ezra. Mm-hmm. Um, the captain of the mongoose says, five minutes, five minutes. I nod to the captain and I turn to the dream painter and say, you know what to do. She walks up uh, horns from like stags, uh, outfit just can't see her eyes painted white face with black lips almost looks like a version of hell 
uh, or you know just this old ancient Viking uh, vested look to her. And she says, "It is big, Annika. There are many, many that are still awake. I will do my best, but I don't know if I'll be able to get them all." Do what you can. Very well. So the men start to walk. They're sharpening their axes. Two minutes. And she sits there and shakes her head. The moon settles behind the clouds. Just perfect timing for the mongoose. 30 seconds. Annika's One guy looks at... Yeah, go ahead, Annika. Annika starts humming to the bee and, like, stomping her heel. One guy looks at Yezbo and says, Many of them will slumber now. <laughs> Dream Painter always works. Excellent. And the boat the boat hits the, bo- the, the shoals, you know, right along the beach. And the men start jumping over the side. Ezra secures his uh, three, his three uh, pistols in his sash, uh, pushes back his uh, saber, and dives over the side. Okay. Isabel, you over? Um, Isabel secures her um, her guns, touches her duelist ring that she wears around her neck, like a little, mm-hmm. you know, good luck memento, and hands her hat off to Captain Pinnell. It's too big for, it's too flashy. Don't want to lose it. Okay. Look after this for me. See? I Yes, I see it. No. I'll look after it. No, it it means yes. She jumps over the side. Yes. <laughs> Sploosh. <laughs> she goes over that the side. wasn't as suave as I wanted it to be. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, Annika, you have choices. You can do the famous, the famous human ladder. Or you can send men up to climb by themselves. Uh, which do you think is the better choice? The walls are about 50 feet high to the bluff. I think it's got to be individuals to set up patrols, not create like multiple large human ladders that could be spotted. Okay. Well, the bluff's pretty sheer. Um, you know, for s- there, you can do it either way you want. So if you're going to do that, are you one of the ones making the climb with the rope? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and make a roll to let's see how you do it. So we're going to use, um, you can either use your wits and, oh, geez. Question, are there entrances at the base other than the main Not on one? this side. Just, Not on this side. Just on the one side. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we literally have to fling ropes over and hook to the top to the parapets and climb up. They can't. They're afraid to make noise. Oh. They're going to go up and lower rope down. How are they going to climb up without rope? They're going to they're going to use climbing claws and quietly try to go up one at a time. Oh, okay. Yep. It's that or a human ladder where everybody bends and then gets on each other. You know, the next person gets on. So you do three or four at the base, then three, then two, then one, and then yeah. start trying to climb up. That was what the that's what one of the vesting guys thought we were going to do, but Annika said we're going to go up single. I look at uh, I look at Jezebel and I say, "So you'll be killing the whale, Captain, and I'll be killing the whale. Best to you. Best to you. I we'll thought meet the... you. 
on the parapets. I thought the goal was to bring him to the parapets, not kill the whaling captain before he gets to the parapets. You are correct. The idea is that hopefully, if you remember the idea, yeah, they wanted watch, right? They wanted they wanted Milton Davis to see him shooting at him. She just said, "I'm taking Davis into town." All right, so they've but messed what? with the plan. Wait. How is that going to happen? Yeah, you didn't pick up on that before. So so I, I decided to change my plan, which is we're going to get up there, get ready, and Just start blast blasting away at the bastard. So resolve and athletics. Um, and if you're trying to be quiet, I would say you can use finesse or athletics, whichever is better for you. Here's the thing. Both my finesse and resolve are the same. So just whichever so one you prefer to use. I would prefer to be quiet, but my athletics is lower, so I'm only rolling four dice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Um, uh, three successes. You're able to move stealthily uh, 20 feet up the, the, the fortress. Um, no problem. So you're about ha- almost halfway there. Uh, go ahead and give me another roll. I'm going to roll to see if there's any guards that are hearing or, you know, you, you're quiet, but if anybody's looking down, that's very, very low success chance. No, you're fine. You have nobody at this point looking down or around at the 40 men gathered flat along the back, you know, the wall of this, they're basically lined up where the water laps at the edge of the, at the edge of this, yep. um, this cliff face, this precipice face. Yeah. I figured the human ladder thing would be very noticeable. So. Could have been. Yep. Uh, only two this time. So you're definitely having some problems. You're staying quiet. You're up about 35 feet. Um, you know, the, the climbing is getting, it is, it's very slick. So you're actually digging into the little pieces between the stones, trying to find handholds with these little climbing claws that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you see other Vestons, though, looking at you like they don't want to pass you. But you got a couple of, you know, four or five guys with ropes all looking at you like, we can get there. Should we go? Do you nod them to go ahead of you or do you want to keep pace at the same time? Okay. Um I think the best option is to have us all go at once so that if there are guards at each point of our entry, we take them down simultaneously and then come up as a team. Having people okay. go ahead of you could alert somebody on one end or the other. So okay. I say, I like flatten out my hand and say, keep pace. Yep. That's why they don't pass you. All right. So you make it to the top of the, of the, of the snowflake on the Eastern side the side that faces out to the sea, to the ocean. The bay is off of the western side of the of the fortress, right? If that's the one looking into the where the Banshee is currently parked. Um, you do see a couple of roving security guards. And, you know, like, at, I don't, can you, you can see the image though, right, Kay? I the can. four-pointed star? Yes, I can see it. Okay. So where the door is, if you look at the gray one up top, the very top right-hand corner where the little uh, drawbridge is. What numbers you are looking in the, at? Not the big one. Can you see the smaller one in the corner? Oh, okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, the drawbridge is where that's the road that leads out towards the bay. That's where Ezra has to get, where the drawbridge side is. You are coming up behind the barracks. There's two barracks buildings. You're on the far side. So you're back here. With your men, yeah. and that's where everybody's lowering the ropes. Ezra's got to get all the way around to here, to this side. Okay. Yep. Alrighty. 
So ropes are lowered, but there are two roving guards. And in these pods, these four points to the snowflake, you do see men standing there. You know, you like lie down. You jump over and lie down, right? And you stay in the shadows. But you do see like three men in each one of those positional, where the, the you know, northeast, southeast, southwest, um, northwest. Because these, the cardinal points or the, or the compass points are the ones where a lot more of the cannons are located. So you see all them, the men in these pods here, and they're standing on top of them. So you have three in each of these, mm-hmm. and you have two wanderers in each one of the wall sections. All right, well, since we're up, take care of the roving guards quietly, right? Okay, so here's what happens. You lay there, more people start climbing up the rope, and the one vesting goes, I think he's painted. And the and the two guys come walking, and you hear. And where you're leaning, laying down on the ground with your head face down so no one sees you, they walk right past you as if you're not even there. They are in a dream state. They don't sleep like sleep, like snoring. They literally, she has, she has sung you nearly invisible. They have no, to them, they're a walk, they're in a walking state of dream. They just, they're seeing everything like they, like they think it should be. You could literally stand up in front of them. And as long as you didn't run into them, push them, bump them, they don't know you're there. Fantastic. So you're fairly safe for a few moments. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Her song is receding off in the background. She's still singing, but the higher, obviously, you get and the further away you get, the harder it's going to be for them to hear the song. Um, Ezra, I guess you're going up, what, middle of the pack, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be probably. Isabel, are you going to go up fairly early or middle of the pack? Because you need you you have some place to be. I Do I have a general idea of where I'm going, or is it going to be? You've been here before. You've been to the. Oh, right. You've been to the. Yeah. Okay. You've been to the. You've been to the snowflake. And you've actually been to the small chapel near the front by the barracks where you met, yep, your the vision of your aunt. Ah, yes. That chestnut of a moment. Um, I'm, I'm up pretty much as soon as there are, you know, a couple beefy people ahead of me that will ensure that I'm not going to fall. Right. Like, if it can hold, like, you know, Ivar, it'll hold me. I'm up pretty quickly and moving to where I need to be. Yeah, a, a woman by the name of, of Aki, A-K-I, which actually is a Norwegian name. Didn't know that. I looked them up. She gra- she kind of, do you, are you wearing your cloak or are you sans cloaks that you're free to move and kind of, um, you have your cloak on, which is normally a Castilian thing? No cloak today. Um, no cloaks. D- dear, no cloaks, no capes. Uh, dear listeners, I'd like for you to picture um, the outfit of the Dread Pirate Roberts um, from Princess Bride. Bit, okay. bit more femme, no mask, but we're... Understood. That kind of vibe. She dresses for the occasion. Of course. So Aki kind of keeps helping you up the, the rope as you're scaling it, sort of like, you know, Adam West in Batman. Real slow. <laughs> Going up. Walking Just across walking the, up the wall. <laughs> walking across the floor that's on the, with the camera on yeah. an angle on the side. My Come out- on, boy wonder. <laughs> my, my out- Come on, Ezra York. <laughs> My outfit's appropriate for the occasion. My heeled Castilian boot, maybe not the best for scaling a wall, but hey, it's fine. I make it up there. Make sure you don't clink. Clink. Heels clink. She means, she, 
She means clank. Heels clank. Clink, clank, clink, clank. Uh, oh. I just want to say that uh, Ezra is intentionally dressed as piratey as possible. Wearing a tricorn, a beat up old smelly tricorn, the giant sash, so that we sort of push the scent in a certain direction if we have to. <laughs> okay, no worries there. Yes, so everyone makes their way up to the top. Like I said, the wall guards every 140 feet or so, every 130 feet, whichever the wall is. I think it's 60, what is it, 60, 120, about 150 feet, the wall, to get to the next one of these, you know, the pods where all the, the cannons are main part of the cans are located um <clears throat> you have all these vestments standing on along the wall and these two guards just keep walking past you talking can't believe it yeah it's not a bad night thought there was gonna be rain today no got lucky everything you know barometer was going down but guess she settled yeah a tb and c what can you do <laughs> nothing you can't do anything and they just walk right past you yes Isabel. i <laughs> turn to um anika before i depart these men who are walking and sleeping but not sleeping um how does that work like do i if i hit them will they hit me back can do they see me can they smell me what they will move past you but if you touch them you awaken them from the spell don't do that however if they are aware of your presence or something knock them out or kill them Whatever you're comfortable with. Noted. Okay. And it works out here because they can hear the lady on the boat. Does it work inside? The farther away they are from her, the less likely they are caught under the song. So she points ah. to the, like the drawbridge section. All those men are probably awake. A court, across the courtyard? Yeah. Yeah. All those men are probably awake. The, the range is only probably on this side. Right. She she gave us a way in, but she cannot do the whole fort. Mm. Uh, yeah. Can we not bring her up here? You want her to sing loudly and to risk our dream painter's life the, for I am security? It was an idea. But no, clearly, she stay on boat. Clearly it was the wrong idea. Okay. I will they are very valuable. Noted. I will go and make my way over to the fancy man's office and grab him. Okay. Jezebel, we're going to do it this way. Jezebel, you take off. You start making your way down. So you're going to head in this direction here, I'm assuming, unless you tell me. I mean, you're not going to try to get onto the barracks roof and jump into the courtyard, right? You're going to make your way which way? This uh, south Southerly? Yeah. Okay. The commander's quarters are here. Um, South. let me adjust uh, my so, map real quick. Uh, yeah, so for you, the commander's quarters are where this drawbridge is drawn slightly, not it's not catty cornered on the, on the main drawing. So, up top, for references, mm -hmm. everyone, uh, we're going to be explaining this. So, there's the four pods at the compass points of northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast. Um, this building here is the one that's designated 11 on the map. You need to get to here, and that's the commander's quarters. You are currently, Isabel, in here. So you got to oh. make your way around the pod or down through one of the barracks or down on the roof and drop into the shadows, however you want to try to do it. Ezra, what are you doing? All right, so clarification. On the north parapet where the barracks are, is there a pathway across the top between the two? Um... So there's no uh, – by the big map, Joel, 
the one that we're talking north, south, east, Correct. west. There is there is no there are no guard barracks. This is the barracks here, west eastwardly okay. and westernly. So what is two and three? You can read them. Two is the refractory. Three is the kitchen. Oh, I'm sorry. Refractory and kitchen. Yep. But can I? There's so my question thing. is, can I run? Can I run across the top of those? Does the parapet go from let's say you know four, five, six over to? Um, to can you make your way uh, westward? You mean? Yeah, I, I want to go north and then and go westward to get to that side. Anything that's dark brown or black, I guess you could call it, on the big map is is runnable. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay. You can run the outer. You can run the outer edge. The, again, the problem is you don't know how far the Dream Painter's song went. So you you know right here, these guards in in this pod, the one facing to the north and east. That pod, they may be asleep, but that doesn't mean the ones over here are or the ones patrolling the wall. Right, right. Yeah, well, that's so yeah, as, not my assumption that they are. Right. So a couple of Vestons. Annika, you're going to assign some Vestons to help Ezra go over and start the cannon, correct? Yep. I don't need me a How many would you like to give men. him? You have 45. I, 45. I have 45 Veston warriors. Yes. Um, I like the even number of, and that makes them a group of five. All right, so you start making your way down. Annika, your job is to secure the barracks. Mm -hmm. Now, you can go over the roof here, which would be this in this picture. You can go over the roof, or you can go into the pod, and then this is a staircase going down lower into the into the fort itself, and make your way into the barracks. Your call. I think I'm going to take the pod and go down the steps. Because being okay. in that open space with roving guards on either side could cause an issue, but staying close to the walls and going through the interior might be a bit safer. All right. So Ezra, yep. we'll start. Well, actually, we'll start with Isabel. Isabel, we'll start with you. You are going down. How are you going into the shadows and going down the side of the building, or are you also taking a staircase? I'm going to take a staircase. All right, and you're going to take the southerly side because you want need to get closer to yes. Winthorpe Day's office. Correct. Correct. All right. So go ahead and make me a roll. We're looking for um, athletics and finesse because you're trying to do it stealthily. Now, to, uh, we have to be in contact with someone to give them a hero point, correct? You have to be able to, yeah, see them. If you see them even far away, you can do it, but it has to be sight. Okay. Oh, biscuit. That's three. All right, so no problem. You are comfortably down the stairs, even with your clacking heels, uh, you're moving and shut, you know, you're doing it fairly quietly. There's literally a, a game going on in the bottom part of the bunker uh, of Sweet Jenny. There is beer and a there's ale out, you know, they're, they're basically talking and bullshitting. And these guys there, it's, it's so uncanny to you to see this concept of, they look like they're totally engrossed that they are, you know, that they don't even, they have no idea you're in the shadows on the staircase. You're going to have to step into the light to make it to the door to get out of this 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 pod, this room, you know, this big area, which would be right here's this door you're looking at. But you know, you have to think to yourself, could they hear the song? Do you think that coming down that staircase through 30 foot walls that they may have heard the song? Your call. Isabel's gonna try something. How okay. many men are there? Uh, four. Four? Okay. With one hand on the hilt of her blade. Um, 
excuse me, the redhead is hiding aces up his sleeve. There's no way he is able to make that hand. He is cheating. No, no, I'm not. I, who the hell are you? Ah, you are not asleep. Pity. Okay. <laughs> I was All right. I was testing to see if they were asleep. Is she out That's a at flare the entrance? Die. Like, can we see her? Is she at the entrance? No, Joel. She's uh, uh, Ezra. She's already made her way down into this lower pod. Like You're I'm in the north. tower itself. Oh, she went down oh okay. Into, I yeah, thought she you climbed were. down to the tower. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that is a flare die. We'll give you that. Um, they draw weapons. Okay. I wish you wouldn't. They don't have guns near them. They're all in a, a rack over by the door. This is good. One runs for that, but let's go for initiatives. I'm gonna... What are you attempting to do? Well, first I'm gonna... You have four men. I'm gonna slash at the hand that's going for the gun cabinet so he can't... It's like, ow, okay. and he can't get to the gun cabinet. Um, gonna quickly shut the door behind me so we're all trapped in here. And I'm gonna just quickly disable these four people. Alrighty. Excuse me while I do so that. So for you, that's going to be weaponry and finesse, oh. and you get an extra die for flair. Um, I get an extra die for flair. I get an extra die because I'm using my sword. Weaponry, that's two, and finesse, that's one, two, three, four. Excuse me. Uh, and you think you can do anything with those? Listen. <laughs> you could do some cool crap. Yes, I can. Um, four. Okay. Uh, um, so one, two, three, four, five, five. Sorry. Okay. So you slam the door behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you slash the one. <gasps> Another one you punch with the pommel. Um, you, you have enough wound, enough wounds to disable or make the other ones. You slap one the sword out of his hand, and the other one you put at the point. And we'll be right back to you, Ezra. You're making your way across the top. You do see two roving guards right about here, and you are currently at this corner with your four, with your five vestments. Okay. Um, do they are they? They are facing the other way. They are fa- they're about to make the turn and start heading back. They're, oh, so we're not. There's no way we can run. We can try to scamper as fast as possible behind them. That's about 140. That's about right, 140 right. Feet. Um, it seems to me it's probably a better deal to wait until they get to the other corner, and then we. Um, basically grab them there. You mean when they approach back to you, like over here? Yeah. Yeah. So we're around, like, you're right. Like four up there in that area. I uh, went, yep. we'll wait around the corner there. When they come around, we'll, we'll be down like on our knee or, you know, kneeling down so that when they come down, hopefully we'll get the, uh, we'll get surprised and we can, um, we can dispatch them. All right. Are you, Oh, you're going to dispatch them. Well, you Not know, just... whatever we need to do. All right. Well, go ahead and uh, why don't you go ahead and make me a roll. Your vestments are waiting for you to make the move. Okay. Uh, you can use um, either your brawn or finesse. And if you're going to use a weapon, weaponry. If not, brawl. The, wep- the weaponry for a blunt. You mean for taking them out? Yeah. If you're using like a blunt yeah, instrument, yeah, it'd be fine. a weapon. Okay. Yeah. Um, two. Two successes. All right. So there's only two guys. So they come to the group. <laughs> Excuse me. That's not good. All right, so there's two guys. You have two successes. You step out. The other Vestons, they catch. You know, you hit one. The other one grabs him. And hits him. 
and he's like, uh, you know, he puts him down and he says, all right, that was nice and that was nice and simple and clean, but this is going to take some time. Do we, are we tying them up or are we just cutting their throats? Well, uh, keep, what, what's the distance off the parapet if we chuck them over? That's the most quiet uh, way to do it. That would be like, rocks like, at the bottom of 50 feet. Let's toss them over. Toss them over the side, lads. They be out nice and quiet. Do they lump into the stone? Give us no more trouble. (laughs) Over the side it is. (laughs) Yeah, two down. All right. I I wait. I watch as they fall and they hit and I go, and we're good. (laughs) And we're done. All right. So we have a couple of Atibian Trading Company Corpses, um, cor- corpses, agents, men at arms. Viewers, Isabel uh, Monero is currently typing angrily into the roll twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a reluctant duelist, and then we have a, a maniacal maniac. Right. So uh, you have Falagi, uh, Airders, Gundrin, Gudhalf, and Aki with you. Uh, these are all the vestons that you're carrying with you, but. Young Tim just trying to earn money to feed his ailing mom. Yes, young Tim did go over the side. Thank you, Isabel. Um, the nice thing is, the nice thing about it is he will get death pay. His mother will get his six shillings um, and a proper burial at sea if he doesn't wash out before that happens because tide's rolling. Um, Annika, to you. So you had said, how do you? How are you about the barracks? You're going down which way? I'm going the stairs, right? up to the upper right hand quadrant. Pod and thing then down. and going down because I do not want the roving guards to see me at the top of the roof. All right. So, do you want to do twenty and twenty, or are you doing all forty behind you in a big centipede? Like, what do you mean twenty and twenty? Like twenty, but twenty shoulder to shoulder. Well, I, I mean, I didn't know if you sent twenty south. Everybody's going north at this point because Jezebel went south. Then you have forty vestons milling about the stairs, trying to come down. And there are again, there are some men in here. There's about six of them. Um, they're hanging out. They're just talking, bullshitting. This is the lower part of the fort. It's mainly just where they gather at night. It's no big deal. Uh, if you're not, in the, if you're in the barracks, you're probably sleeping. It's mostly quiet right now. Uh, here's where they would just be milling about. They have their, you know, they they have basic weapons on them. Nothing serious, like pistol, you know, guns or anything. Some have a pistol in their, you know, in their in their belt. But for the most part, it's just six men sort of milling about. Like at the top of the stairs or the bottom? At the bottom of the stairs. Okay. At the bottom. And I can't tell if they're dreaming or not until I actually approach. Again, 30 foot walls down a staircase. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Um. Then I guess it would be 40 in a centipede line. Okay. Um, I don't want to lose them just in case. Oh, or separate the group anymore because yep. I sent five with uh, Ezra. Um, right. But yeah, I I basically try to go down there as quietly as I can. But the minute like I enter the room, I'm already like loosening my axe. I've got a knife in one other hand as well, and okay. like I just try to sneak up as qu- quickly as possible and tell the others to start fanning out if they can. I don't know what the layout of the room is completely. Or how much so, we can we do until they start seeing us? Well, it's 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 the staircase. So the staircase is this is this line here, right? 
Um, it's it's the staircase ends right here. Okay. Down this. Uh, so the room is this quadrant, and if you look at the scale, it's probably about thirty feet across. Um, it does go back to here. Number five is a larder where they keep some food. Um, the guardhouse is up towards the front, and that's going to be one of the number nines over here. The storm. They're going to call that the guardhouse in this area. Mm-hmm. So you do have to clear the barracks and get to the front over here. But other than that, I mean, it's just a room. It's 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 a storage area, and there's like like I said, there's six men in here. They're just kind of hanging out, talking, um, just about the evening. You know how things went, the current, the day. So they could basically see us out, coming smoking. down the stairs. Then right. The stairs are the stairs aren't fully open. You're halfway down in the in the dirt in the dusk. If all of your vestments come clopping down, they're going to hear them. Yes, you would have to do bring a couple with you and try to take these guys out. All right, then I would say like you five come. The rest of you wait for the whistle. And okay, wait for a signal. Yep. I, I whistle just to be that. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. So do 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 do. All right, so you go down. Um, again, are you looking to dispatch them or sed- subdue them? Subdue and get their weapons out of their hands. All right. And your men know that as well, right? You're telling them, listen, we're not here to start a blood war. We're just trying to get my brother and, and the other pirates on. Yeah, I, I basically told them before we even showed up. It's like, listen, don't kill unless you have to. So, like... If they're trying to reach for loud weapon, end them. If not, knock them out and tie them up if, to save blood or innocence, because these are just men following orders. All right, so go ahead and make me a roll. Um, if, you, if you're going to use your brawl, you can do that. If not, in weapons, weapons, and you probably, knowing you, you probably want to use your brawn to knock people out, so. Uh, yeah, I would use my brawn with my brawl to knock people out right not weaponry yep you can sure yeah brawn and brawl are better anyway so that's six dice and but i'm still holding weapons so i don't get the extra dice for being a boxer i'm gonna like here's the thing i'm gonna go down knock out the first guy with like the hilt of my knife and then go to the next one and put him in like a sleeper hold and let the others take care of the rest or whatever okay so that would be how i do it Three successes. Okay, so you 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 make the move. You grab the first guy. You you you, you blunt hit him in the side of the head. The other vestments come rushing out. They tackle people down. You jump over, grab the the guy who was running for the door. You put him in a sleeper hold. He's kicking, but he's knocked out. And your vestments come down and they start taking um, lashes of leather that they had with them and they start tying everybody up and gagging them and bringing them over to the corner and just kind of cracking them on heads and making sure that these guys are out as as, you know, is, and they won't bother anybody. Is there a door to the storage room? Um, the door to the storage room is this is the stairs going down into the courtyard. The door to the storage room is at the very top. Okay, like, but is there a door to the storage room? Like, could we shove them in there and then break the lock? Oh, you mean in the, the yeah, the actual storage room itself? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, you can throw them in there. Yeah. All right. I in the larder. I point to them and go, throw him in there, and you break the door handle. Yeah, no problem. I do that. And he knocks it. And he breaks it as good as he can. He jams it. Yeah. All right. So you got those done. Jezebel, back to you. So you've got these four men. One ga- one with a bleeding gash on his hand. One punched in the face with a couple missing teeth. 
one at knife, one at sword point, and the other one, um, I forget what you did. I think you just slapped the weapon out of his hand. Yeah. So what are you going to do with them? Um, so I need to, I don't have anything to like tie them up with, do I? No. Okay. So I, with one, with my fencing foil on the one guy's neck and the, I take out my pistol pointed on the other one and go, I'm so sorry to do this. Please um, remove your belt from your trousers and tie up your two companions, please. And they do. Okay. Um, very good. Now, you, guy with um, sword yep. that I've got pointed at his neck, please take off your clothes. Madam, I am not going to take off my clothes. This is, this is unseemly. I am not stripping down in front of a woman, no matter how Castilian she may be. I... I click my pistol back. I take like, there's no safety, but like I, cl- I click it and I've got it aimed at his friend's head. Please take off your clothes. Well, I'm a lieutenant. You should. I, under- start- I understand that. I really, I, fine. Just your jacket then. And the hat. Take the jacket and the hat. Okay. I then take the pommel of my sword and crack him across the face and then tie the two of them together. Okay, you now have a jacket and a yep. hat, which I put on. Right. Which I put on, so I, if I'm spotted rounding a corner, I at least look sort of like I'm supposed to be here. Right. All right. Well, you don't have that far to go. So yeah. you, you're going to burst. You, you come down these stairs mm-hmm. into the courtyard itself. Let me put this back a little bit. Sorry. You. Co- these are the staircases. Mm-hmm. You'll come down. You'll be in the court, and then you just have to get to here. Okay. You have. You're very close. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we got to wait. We're looking for Ezra to come back. Um, Annika, you're going to now make your way to the barracks. Now there's, this is where the bulk of the men are going to be in this one. And the far one across the the way, once you attack one side or the other, the alarm will be raised. Like there, they will start fighting. So, you know, you can make your choice all 40 and one and then fight the courtyard or 20 and 20 and see how you overpower them. I thought the point was just to to like, bar them into the barracks the rooms themselves it's gonna i mean if you notice there's windows um the plan is to try to bar them in the barracks or put them in the jail cells uh it's gonna be looking at the assessment like any situation you make a plan it's gonna be a little harder than you thought to do that uh because there's windows that can be opened um quick question um You were saying that through the walls, they can't hear the song. So the ones on the, like, on my screen, the right-hand side barracks to where I just This one? Yeah. Yep. That, I do not believe, my character would not believe at all that they could hear it or if they're, like, under the spell more than, obviously, the other side. No. No, you think that, you think this far, again, 30 feet of wall, you know, then through a building, her 40, 50 feet down on the boat. You got what you needed. You got an entry point, but you're probably not getting many more than that. Okay, then. Um, 20 and 20 on each. I, I divvy them up, and I go to the one on <sighs> the... Or do you go for your brother? No, we need to we need to get rid of these guys first before I go find my brother, because I don't know if, if there are any more like people downstairs and i need my guys available okay so 2020 
see if we can overpower them quietly, or as quietly as we can, because I know fighting's going to start, but... All right, so, uh, Jezebel, as you step into the... As you come down the, the stairs, and Ezra's take, running across the battlements up here, you see Annika and the Vestins enter the courtyard and split in half. 20 make their way to the, the far side on the east, and 20 are slinking along the wall to the west. Um, she is with which side, Annika? You're staying closer to where the this the the western side yep. or the eastern side? Western side. I'm sorry, the western's over here, kiddo. You want the the one closest to the eastern, right? Yes. This one? Okay, I'm sorry. So you're staying on the eastern side. Okay. Um. So everybody sees each other for a moment. Uh. The the courtyard does have some men milling about, but the vestons quickly subdue them. But now it's a question of there's just so many men in this barracks. This fort has a lot of guys. Each gun requires, you know, three to five men. You're talking about a fort. And the Vestons are getting ready to start unleashing crazy havoc. So, Ezra, you make your, you are now all the way over to here. And you come, you know, there's three men standing in this pod area. Because remember, this this has a roof on it, right? Everything down here is below it. Right. So you, it, you're you're up here now, basically, on the pod facing out to the northeast side. Right. Uh, there are three men there, and by chance, they just go, what the hell? Vestons rush forward. You rush forward. Right. We want us to do them. We want us to do them. Yep. Well, it's all on now. We are at full-blown. Here comes the the chaos. Here comes the the noise and the, and the, the, the craziness of what's about to happen. And this is where we're going to stop for tonight. So we're going to pick it up next time. We're in the fort. Uh, uh, you must Ezra be is, joking. Come on. Uh, Ezra is running for the three men near the, near this to the cannons that he needs to point at the at the Banshee. Annika is standing outside the barracks with 20 of her Vestins and dispatched 20 Vestin warriors to the other side. And Yezebel is nearly at the door, reaching for the handle of the governor's office, uh, Governor Winthorpe Day. So uh, until next time, we uh, hope you had a good time with us. We're all set. The fort is ready to go. It's going to be a blast. A lot of dice rolling. Join us next time on The Secrets of the Seraphim. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.